0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to Line Order S Review here on Fanversation, the only Line Order SVU video podcast, the longest running Line Order SVU after show. The only place to find, I keep finding new titles for us, the places to find me and Taylor Gates. Hello, Taylor. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited. Felicia Michelle couldn't be here with us today. What a bummer. But we're still going to talk about season 13, episode one, Scorched Earth. Uh, fun I fact. Was, That was good. That's the best I've ever done those hand motions like that. You, you really kept up, which was amazing because I kept forgetting what words were about to come out of my mouth. So I was real choppy, but you got and it. And practice in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, for anyone who's listening on audio, not knowing what we're talking about, Taylor holds up her fingers when I talk. <laughs> I sure do. I sure do. <laughs> so just, just to give you that visual aid. I love it. Um, amazing. Welcome, everybody. Zach is already here chatting live in the chat. I'm very excited to be talking about this episode. Um, I forgot how good this episode was, but we'll get to that in just a second. First, as a reminder, if you are in a situation where you need help, please reach out to Rain. Their number is 1 800 656 4673. 1 800 656 4673. Taylor, what does that spell? it spells hope it does spell hope um that's what rain does they give you hope so give them a call if you need it also i can feel it in the mulling in my brain (laughs) that i'm gonna say something offensive so consider this your content warning uh this sometimes the show goes dark and when that happens we make light and i it's not always funny (laughs) but it is always bad it's always a thing that happens on this show. <laughs> it's always terrible thoughts that come out of my mouth. Um, we love it. We, we we love that you bring that energy. You know, we need it. We need it in this, this mixture. Thank you. Um, I'm so excited. And uh, as a reminder, we um, are... Sticking around this summer, and we're going to tell you just what that means at the end of the show. So stick around for that. Uh, but let's talk about season thirteen, episode one, "Scorched Earth." Fun fact: the word "scorched" doesn't have a T in it. Did Some I, put, us- a no, in it in I put a T in it?
1: Oh, because I was like, I hope on a quick catch that because, like, thinking about how to spell that, if this is a spelling bee right now and you asked me that, I would have failed it because I would have thought there was a T. I typed for
0: it sure. multiple times with a T. There is no Scorching Earth. earth. Um, all right, here is the quick cap for season 13, episode one. An African immigrant working as a maid accuses an Italian diplomat of rape, but is she really in it just for the money? Meanwhile, Stabler's return remains in doubt after his latest shooting. That is the quick cap. I think it is a pretty accurate quick cap, although I would say that meanwhile, Stabler's return is is misleading yeah there ain't no uh, there ain't no gray area about it. its simply not happening until 10 years later right and we will a hundred percent be discussing that um, yes. in this episode but let's start with our main case let's start with Miriam our maid and Distasio, the Italian diplomat I have to give a shout out uh, to um, Annika Nani Rose who is a Tony award winner who He's played Amazing performance uh, it is in this so episode. Good in it. Yeah, uh, what did you think of this episode? I
1: really liked this episode. I think this was such an interesting way because this is, I believe, Warren Light's first episode. Is that correct? Like since he took over season thirteen, sure. um, and I think that he did such a good job in the whole writers' room and the performance as well. I think just all in all, it was successful in like giving us a new fresh like voice It was obviously very like it was a pivot because you want to put your own stamp on it you know when someone new comes in and we had that with amanda of course i think this is a really strong case to start off um with and we did have that continuity that we obviously need to, to the gaping hole not to have elliot there anymore and so i think it was just such a good season premiere and a good shift i think all of season 13 was actually really good for that just leading us into a new kind of era but also keeping the stories that like we want to see and need to
0: see at the heart of it too um i think you make some really good points i've done i did a quick search yes warren light is an ep on this episode but it was written by a david matthews okay. um not to be mistaken with dave matthews <laughs> a little uh, different a little different Um, David Matthews uh, wrote um, quite a few episodes um, of SVU. Uh, uh, Also, I'm looking. Oh, he wrote um, Lost Traveler, which is a one that we absolutely love. We do love that one. Um And he was involved in the writing of Street Revenge, which is a great episode, and Hunting Ground, which is one of my favorites.
1: Oh, Hunting Ground is like one of the scariest episodes I've ever seen, I feel like. Yeah. Um, we'll talk
0: about that too when we
1: talk about our pull, I think. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um Yeah, so this this episode really does start off a new era and... I've always loved the, like, the Dastasio Miriam storyline is w- one of my favorite cases, because I feel like it's so interesting, um, but also, I always forget that this is also the episode with the, like, this is officially Stabler leaves at the end of this episode, even though he's not in it at all. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's, it's really a great episode, um, and this case is so interesting, because... We do believe that she was attacked, right? She she was assaulted. Um and we, you know, we have we've had lots of imperfect witnesses and, and what does Craig and always say, you don't get to pick the Vic. So yeah. I think yeah. an interesting episode.
1: What and I'm so glad. I'm so glad that we had Cabot back to kind of be the person who's like, you guys are messed up. Like I obviously believe this woman has seen a million stories like hers in the Congo, which we'll talk about too, since that was kind of where we left her last time. And it's frustrating, I think, but understandable that Olivia's like, well, she lied about this. She lied about that because I think that she's questioning her judgment on everything now because her personal life is like trickling into it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, where Elliot's left and she's just like kind of, you know doesn't have anything like tying her down in a way like she just kind of feels lost I think and so I I always think that when she has that conversation with Finn where Finn's like what is wrong with you like why do you not believe this victim I always think that she's gonna say like I don't know what to believe anymore because I feel like that's her exact mindset in this episode
0: yeah it's so interesting you bring that up because as As you may have seen on our show, anytime Olivia does something out of character or doesn't believe a victim, Mm -hmm. I know that I, as a viewer and as the after show, go, that's not, how dare she? So the moment that she doesn't believe Miriam and Alex goes, Olivia, I was like, thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you for asking because what is happening? Um, And I love the way that it really it makes sense it is one of the times where olivia being unsure of the victim makes sense because she doesn't know what to do she doesn't trust herself but also you know this is an interesting case she says i i do believe that this happened to her there but she's lied she's lied so much that it's hard to know yeah i
1: agree it's it's very interesting and i feel like it's because sometimes we have those like gray area he should see said like oh it's it's like messier I think this I don't think there's ever been any doubt in my mind and probably the majority of viewers minds that this did happen like because she's so you just have to feel for her like never once do I not believe her story it's just that she's had such a rough go of it that like she's literally just saying and doing what she needs to survive day to day.
0: It's um it reminds me of um porn Star's Requiem, where mm. like we know that it happened, but because of every like because of who she is, we don't believe her or the people right. don't believe her, um, and so it's we get a, quite a few cases like this, uh I mean over the twenty two seasons, yeah, uh, and this one's just so it's it's a really good story, um uh, yeah. and it makes me wonder. Because I know that we, in the future, in season 22, have been questioning um, whether, like, we've had episodes where we felt that the story itself for the, like, case wasn't strong or wasn't Mm
1: -hmm. fleshed
0: out enough. And if all of the, like, other stuff that happens in the episode wasn't there, would we still enjoy that? And I think that this is a case that I would still you like, this is a good case. This is interesting. The discussions are good. Even if we didn't have, yeah. you know, the introduction of Rollins or Cabot coming back or all of the stuff going on with Stabler.
1: Which I think makes this episode more impressive. Isn't The fact that they managed to juggle those three strings, like those three main strands, mm-hmm. and do it so well. Like, I'm, it's a kind of a master class in like having an ABC story where you're like threading them so well.
0: Yeah. Um, absolutely. Uh I I don't have much to say about the actual case. Um, I do have some like favorite lines, which of course we will get to. Um, So let's talk about uh, Alex in this episode. Um, Because this, I forgot, you know, it's been a while since I've watched any of the episodes in order. Um, So Alex, the last time we saw her, she, uh, it was the case where the neighbor assaults that girl who's very obnoxious, and then she dies yes. from a staph infection. That's a great episode, it's though. such a good episode. Um, and then we meet the neighbor mm-hmm. um, who sees rape everywhere because of where she's from, which is fascinating. And honestly, I almost thought it was going to be said again in this episode. Um, the I see rape everywhere. And I, I was, I was like, wait, this isn't that episode. Wrong episode. I think there's a lot of like similar themes
1: that we have going now between those two. And that's why I think it was really smart that Alex was at like the center of this one, because it is exactly what she knows and what she's been dealing with for the past couple of years.
0: Yeah. So it was nice to have her back. Um, and I'm very, I don't recall how long she stays. I don't either. She, she pops in and out way more than I realized. I'm like, Oh yeah, she was our early like
1: lawyer but then she's like she comes back several times which like I'm not mad about like bring her back as much as you want
0: but so I don't recall her boss uh who is in this episode I don't recall seeing him again no I mean, is that uh, Mike Cutter or is that Mike Cutter yeah. yeah Bureau Chief ADA Mike Cutter um I'm looking up how many episodes he is in I, I, isn't he in a couple more this season I'm looking it up right okay. now. Okay. Cause I feel like I I feel like I remember having a few more. Maybe not. Because I don't, I didn't remember. I was like, wait a second. Cause I feel like, and this is weird, but I feel like until dots, I don't like think I ever paid attention to superiors. Yeah. On the I still like this is
1: like bad to say, but I still don't quite understand how the hierarchy of that works. Like, I don't know what the job title's like where they go like
0: yeah you're right he does return um three more times we see him in true believers lost traveler yes. and father's shadow it's because i must like re- realize his like recognize his face because
1: those episodes like are ones that i rewatch all the time like right. those are some of my favorite episodes
0: <laughs> um Jack, thank you in the chat says cutter has been in at least four episodes yeah Yeah, some of the best episodes of the season. Some of your favorites. Also, it was cute to see Judge Barth because we know where her story goes. Yeah, we sure do. Um. Yeah, I. This episode's so great. Uh, Let's talk about the introduction of Rollins, because this is, I think, one of the best additions to the show like how they did it It was really smooth she comes in um you know she's eager she's she does her southern charm thing we see her do like we begin her weird one-on-one perp chat this is where it's birthed did we lose you taylor oh i think we lost taylor That's okay. I'll keep talking until she comes back. Um, So I love this edition of, um, of Rollins and the way that she joins us is so fun. Like I said, she comes in, she's eager. She does her Southern charm thing. um, And and then she's she's ready to play. She's ready to have a good time and investigate and shows us that she, like, does her research. We have that amazing moment where she's super excited to work with Benson, um, which is really fun because I was recently rewatching an episode um, with uh, – um, what was his name? Adam um, – adam baldwin um where uh he's like telling olivia to train uh rollins and she's like she's she knows what she's doing she doesn't need that oh
1: my <laughs> gosh i'm so sorry that was so upsetting because it's like my favorite part of the episode and it just kicked me off that's so. right
0: i just shared all of my <laughs> thoughts what did you think about rollins
1: intro um i loved it I think it was so cute how she was like I've studied your cases I thought that was so cute and she like is craving her approval so bad and I love how Olivia just doesn't have the bandwidth to give her the time of day at the beginning I think it's like pretty funny um but when she's a good work Rollins and then Rollins like smiles I think it's really cute I just like love that like mentorship sort of role they have going at the beginning there yeah Um, and I Love that she has a heavier accent than she ever has again. Like, yep. it's she lovely. just got there. <laughs> she just got there. And I love how we have her take initiative and go talk um, to our Italian man and bring him Italian food. Because I think that sets her character up so well. And I forgot that that even happened in her first episode. But then I'm like, every episode, like, we just saw this in the um, episode where a postgraduate psychopath I feel like she just like she likes to get inside these guys minds. she knows how to use her like feminine charm to like trap them and, and get them to do what she wants so I think this was such a smart character introduction she didn't go too you know off off the rails crazy we saved that for a little bit later but it gives it gives us a taste of kind of how she operates which I really absolutely appreciate yeah and I forgot how strong her and Finn's bond was at the beginning um, of her getting there I feel like her and Finn were a lot like we saw them be a lot tighter than they are now um, which just happens but I love how Finn's like yeah I like her
0: I just think their relationship is really cute too I agree um, honestly the the like I'm calling them the perp chats that she does like yeah. I didn't realize that they really introduced that at the beginning they were like this is a thing she does yeah which ugh, I like it it's, it's always good to go back and watch
1: because it's like when you don't see it for a little while it's like okay this is crazy like this is a little out of character but it's like it's really not she's been doing this since literally day one
0: um i totally agree and and i think that one of the things i really love is the quick moment where she says you know you interviewed me last week so like it's not a replacement of stabler mm-hmm. this is so, like she was going to be added to the team regardless of what happened to stabler which i liked yeah. I also think it's
1: really smart that they didn't add her and Nick at the exact same time. I always forget that. I always think they were there the same amount, but I think that would have been way too much to work with. I'm glad that we have her established and then we can introduce someone after she's been there for a minute.
0: I agree. I just don't think I realized that she came first.
1: I know it's, I never do either until I, until I like dig into it. I'm like, Oh yeah, Nick was not there. Like, quite like almost as long as her but not quite as long as her mm-hmm.
0: i mean now nowhere near as long
1: yeah yeah you dropped
0: off Sad. um yeah so welcome rollins yeah. um i guarantee we like you <laughs> i do like her a
1: lot actually
0: yeah to see the like the story from where it was to where it is now oh
1: and it's just so funny, she looks amazing still, but she has that little baby face in this episode. I'm like, oh, she's an actual like child, like she's she's so cute.
0: It's been 10 years, I know, which just it doesn't
1: feel like it has, like right. 13 season 13 doesn't feel like that long ago, but it's been,
0: yeah, almost a decade, which is nuts. Yeah, um, let's discuss the stabler of it all. So, I okay. I always think Stabler was there for 13, like he was there till season 13 because mm-hmm. season 13 is when his character leaves. But Chris Maloney was only there until the end of season 12 and does not return until yeah. season 22. So yes, this is the first episode without him. Um, I realized on a show like this, I, you know, we don't, unless you're an after shows is paying attention, I feel like the first twelve seasons of me watching this, I barely picked up on any like personal life storylines that were th- felt through through lines. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I did not pay attention to through lines. Uh-huh. Um, so this season, starting with an explanation as to where this character is and what happened, is kind of different, especially for a show like this that is supposed to be pick an episode, watch it. No right. context needed, right? Um, so I really appreciate this, and and when you listen to what is actually happening, right? Um, Craigen points out that like, although it was a good shooting, this, this is not the first. <laughs> it is number six, my friends. Right? Um, IAB is definitely investigating, and I think that information. Makes me think about in season twenty two, Finn being like, "You have to tell him about Tucker," because yeah. at this moment, Tucker is going after this man's job. Right, exactly. I think they did a a really. They must have watched this episode before
1: they wrote his return because I, I it resonates like mm-hmm. especially the part where. Finn's like, no, I haven't talked to him. He probably hasn't talked to you because he's afraid you're going to convince him not to quit. And that's exactly what it ends up, it ends up revealing that that's exactly right, which I, yeah. I love, I love being able to watch back and be like, oh, like they clearly knew what was said and made sure that was the case. So it didn't feel disjointed.
0: Also, Liv leaves him a voicemail, which became a huge weird theme. Yeah. <laughs> in season 22. Yeah. No letter, though. <laughs> no letter. Um, but, you know, so IAB is investing in the shooting. Um, and as Craigan says, SVU is now under scrutiny, which <laughs> when is it not? When is IAB when is not, not? Yeah, trying no to kidding. destroy them for some reason? Honestly, um, rightfully, sometimes. It's like, let's be honest. But <laughs> look, if IAB was better at its job, maybe. We wouldn't be in 2021 right now. That's a good
1: point. Um, we all bear
0: responsibility. Some more than others. Some more than others. But still. um, but uh, yeah, so sorry, that just, I'm saying it. I'm saying it, it's 2021, I'm saying it. Um, this show has conditioned us to think that IAB is is the bad guy. That the cops who investigate police action... Are the bad guys? They've they've right. taught us that that's that they're the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that's
1: not right. I noticed that like a maybe a few years ago or something. I was like, I think I read a tweet about it. I was like, wow, you're absolutely right. That's really messed up. Like that's not
0: okay. That's some. Look, I, we say this show's copaganda, but, like, that's some that's copaganda shit right there.
1: Yeah, that's a major in-your-face copaganda. They're not hiding it at that point.
0: Oh, my God. Well. <sighs> okay. okay. That
1: would, well, we're not past that, but that's not quite... I don't think that that would be written now. Like, it, like maybe not that part. I'm, I guess I'm talking more of, like, Ellie would have to do a bunch of training and jump through a bunch of hoops and say, Well, he's not gonna do that.
0: He thinks that's right. That's probably good. He probably does need a psych evaluation. He does. He does need anger management. He is a we've we've talked about it.
1: Yeah, we need to position that because it's it's written in a way where it's like he don't need that. Like he's no, he does need that. Right (laughs) very much,
0: very badly. Um so it's interesting because the way that it's said, right, Benson is like he's never he would rather give up his gun than than do sensitivity training or, or whatever. This is his sixth shoot. How many he's yeah. shot a bunch of people is what we're saying. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe let's just look at that objective fact for a minute here this show has messed with my mind yeah yeah Oof. didn't they well.
1: he killed a child yeah that was such a wild not to, not to go back to season 12 but what an episode that was too yeah
0: <laughs> yeah yeah sorry everybody we just sort how I just I'm having some we just had a moment. We're having moments. Um, I mean, it was a year of realizing things. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he's not coming back. My question is, it's interesting that you point out that it feels like the writers went back and re- watched this before writing his return. And honestly, I had written in my notes. Did Do you think Chris watched this episode? No. <laughs> I'm going to be transparent with you. I don't think he did <laughs> at all. I mean, I agree. <laughs> But I I wish he would to see like that his character was was mourned that his character was missed that like mm-hmm. they wrote him out I think in a really beautiful way I agree um, it's funny because I think back when
1: this first aired because I was watching live at that point yes yeah, so I was old enough to do that at that point um, I'm proud of you and I was part of I was like hardcore in the Twitter fandom back then. Uh, And people were like, oh, my gosh, like, they should at least text, like, off screen, they could talk, blah, blah, blah. But now that he's returned, I'm kind of glad they didn't because, like, what a crazy, I don't know, just, like, way to bring him back. And, like, the fact that they hadn't talked about, like, it'd be a much different story if they were like, oh, yeah, we texted when he was in Italy. Like, I knew all this information. Like, there'd be no angst to that. There'd be no, like, there'd be a little bit of hype, but not as much hype as, like, there was. what we saw so it's kind of like back then I was like so mad about it but like wow what an interesting story that it didn't work out like that you know
0: yeah honestly through the years I've said and I I I stand by it that I don't believe that they wouldn't have spoken that long I think that he would have received at least a text when she got Mm -hmm. Noah like I have a son Mm -hmm. something like that and I and it that said, I do like the story and what they've chosen to do with it, but I do think that they could have lost touch over the years. I would believe that. I would believe that they did start, like, you know, he's not responding to her in season 13, episode one, but maybe by the end of season 13, she's heard from him. Yeah. Um, and but then that they lost have, touch. That doesn't have the angst potential. It does have angst potential because they could lose touch and then still be like, but well back time has passed, you if, know? If right. But like
1: with what they're writing now, like I don't think that that's realistic to happen if they would have like still written it the way they've written it, where it's like they're like cosmically connected and all of that. I feel like that's what they're like kind of writing now.
0: Anyway.
1: <laughs> I that's that's me like watching it, and I feel like that's not far off. That's not not far off, but they're telling me at least. Uh uh-huh. um. All
0: right, let's get into some of our favorite lines. That's sure. the best line song. Um, I have, I, like it. I have one that has stuck with me literally through years. This line is stuck with it. Me. it was when she said that she spit it out, and he said, "That's the difference between like and love." That has stuck with me for years. I think about that oddly. Quite a bit um, yeah. but also when she says I spit it out it tastes like poison um, yeah because that's such an interesting interesting way to write it um, mm-hmm. those are my lines oddly both my lines about the same thing go on I love that for you um <laughs> I just like fit fit is always
1: just so great with the lines you're in your rest, incredible um the really gross, gross Italian guy. On the word of a maid, my grandmother was a maid. It's like you tell him, and that, like that's right. Um, I love that. I love the fact that they said he's a Geppetto. He's the one who pulls the strings. Because like, yeah, let's just like hammer home that he's Italian. <laughs> like, let's just really make that abundantly clear. And then we have Warner, who I love. So glad we got her. DNA is like God. It's everywhere. Just <laughs> swooping into
0: that. Yeah, such a poetic line. Great lines. Amazing. Um, yeah, this episode was very Italian. <laughs> <laughs> he was aggressively Italian. Words is this crazy. the first time? He hasn't been born yet. Uh, is this yeah. the first time that we heard Olivia speaking Italian? No. Nah. Well, maybe. I know she's spoken other languages. Yes, yeah, she's spoken oh, yeah. uh, Spanish for Spanish. sure. But my question also is this Did this spark the idea? I was just. Right, because if if you're right that they went back and watched this episode, yeah. I'm gonna very much assume that they this episode inspired a lot of where we ended up. Literally, I was like thinking about that. I was like,
1: that's a little sus. Like, that's very interesting that there's so much Italian connection <laughs> in this. And then when he returns, I love that. I don't know if I mean I don't know what it would mean because like it's not like it really, you know, bridged anything, but. Even if it's just a little Easter egg, I love that, too.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm going to be real honest and say that I didn't check if this was ripped from a headline, so I'm going to do it right now. Okay. we love that. Because maybe it was, and we're going to talk about that if it was. One second. Season 13. Ooh, this is inspired by... The um people of the state of New York versus Strauss Kahn. Um yeah. More. <laughs> so this is a criminal case um relating to the allegations of sexual assault and attempted rape uh but made by a hotel maid against mm-hmm. um a man named Strauss Kahn. It's a hyphenated last name, uh mm-hmm. at the so we at a hotel <laughs> in New York um, in 2011. Oh, it was May. So that does make sense. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. okay. So, yep. It is inspired by a real case. You can read more about that on the internet. Will mm-hmm. um, <laughs> do. Yep. Zach says I'm correct. Yes, it is for a headline. Good thing I looked it up, everybody. You're welcome. Thank you. Usually cool. I come more prepared, but today... I have other stuff on my mind. So, uh, all right, Taylor, tell us about our weekly poll. Absolutely. So last week we
1: discussed the season finale and we wanted to ask you, what was your favorite part of Finn and Phoebe's not wedding wedding? (laughs) And um,
0: no one voted for none of these
1: options and no one put an other in the comments. So I
0: did list a bunch of other things you could have said. No one said them though, sorry. But I Um, let them know what they could have said. You did, you did do your due diligence there. Thank you. In third place,
1: we have Finn and Phoebe being happy with 20.5% of the votes. That's a little bit disrespectful considering it's their event, but that's fine. Um, This was interesting to me. In second place, we had Elliot and Olivia's toast to partners with 36.4% of the votes. The release stands dominated this poll. Um, because the releasey kiss got 43.2% of the votes meeting. They were the winner of last week's poll. I believe it. I love that. <laughs> this week, um, I asked you guys what your favorite new addition to the season 13 cast was because we had a lot of great new people come in this season. We of course have Amanda Rollins and Nick Amaro, which we talked about, and then we had a couple um more minor characters. We have David Hayden, who you'll remember was Oh, you're not a David Hayden fan. Interesting. That was yeah. Olivia's little boyfriend for a yes. while. Harry Connick Jr., right? Harry Connick Jr., yes. I He, he um, just disappeared at some point. Just he disappeared. just disappeared. I um, am very biased because I love him and Hope Flows with Sandra Bullock. So I was like, yeah, he's a dreambo. Like, I love him. Um, so that's why I liked him. But as his character, I really couldn't name one thing about him. I don't really remember. But he was I, a DA. Sorry, a he, was he was a, a DA. DA, yes. I mean, I remember that, but I was that's like it. beyond that. He was a DA. And then interestingly enough, we also have Bayard Ellis, which I understand why he because he's on he's on Brooklyn Nine Nine, right? He's like one of the main people in that. Yeah. I think it'd be super interesting to bring him back, especially now with the subject matter we're tackling, because he is in one of my favorite most impactful episodes I think which is true believers um and that was a big episode that sort of touched on like police brutality and um like anti-bias and how bias plays a role in that in regards to race so I think it'd be super interesting um if we brought him back again because he and Olivia also had a very interesting like sort of dynamic too and so I think just in general, I think he's a great character we could see again, but I think it'd be really relevant to bring him back with what we're trying to talk about, like, now, with all of those, like, cases.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, Bayard was an amazing character, um, and the tie-ins with everything was so good, especially how he came back with her brother, and um, so I loved that. Hayden was, like, such a disappointment, like, such a waste, um, it feels like the rebound. <laughs> kind of like. like they they gave us him um and then they ran like he used up his episodes and they were like, Oh, we need you to come back and he's like, No, nah, I'm okay. That's what it feels yeah. like as a viewer. Um and they read like that donuts once or something. Like that was cute, I remember. That's yes. I liked that's I fun. mean their dates were romantic, but it didn't go anywhere or do anything.
1: Yeah, it didn't. But he
0: was in hunting ground too, yes. which Oh, that episode scares me. My I God, love so that nice. episode so much. Is so um, yeah. Uh, Zach says now that Brooklyn Nine Nine is over, I'd love to see him back. I agree. Yeah. Um, I agree. Great. I wonder I what think he's he, doing now. He's probably working. He works a lot. Um, no, no, no.
1: I mean the character. Sorry. The character. <laughs> Not him. No, I know. He's a very busy guy. I don't know if his character would still be um
0: you know an attorney, or if he would have been up or something I know else. that, right? At the end, he was working like the Innocence Project, he was like yeah. helping people. So he's in the episode with um, with uh, uh, what's his name, Mike Tyson? Yes, that was a very controversial episode, yeah. That yeah. episode, all right. Um, anyway, I watched it once, so let's just put it that way. You should watch it again. Uh, yeah. the- you should watch again. The uh, <laughs> weekly poll, we'll tell you where to find that in just a second. We have some announcements uh, before we wrap things up. Oh, before that, what did we learn? Oh, crap. What did we learn? Shoot. Uh, Taylor, what did you learn? Oh, okay. Why don't we just do that?
1: Um, I have to think. You have to go. Well, I learned when I watched it the first time that oh okay, put his papers in. <laughs> So I guess that's what I learned when I initially watched it. What, what did I learn this time? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know.
0: I don't know what I learned this time. Okay, I got it. Okay, please. <laughs> Thanks for taking up some time. Of um, course. I learned that Rollins was doing her one-on-one perp chats from the beginning. Yes, that's a very good point, too. Yeah. And that, and that
1: honestly, Alex deserves so much more of our respect. Like, she,
0: she, she is, respect. I feel like...
1: No, I know. I, I love her, but, like, Casey's my girl. You know that. But, like, Alex, I always think of her as kind of just, like, soft-spoken. But
0: she has all these badass
1: moments, and I need to go back and, like, acquaint myself with those more.
0: I just learned that uh, Taylor doesn't give Alex the credit she's due. It's true. I, I don't. I always just think of her as, like, kind of, you know, laid back, which is true. I mean, Casey's the one who will just yell at people blatantly, but... She has her her soft, badass moments. Uh, Zach was reminded about Awesome Rollins was in her first episode. That's true. That is true. She was an icon from the start. From the beginning. Um, (laughs) And her accent was real thick. Real thick. I love how Olivia thought she was ridiculous.
1: Actually, um, Atlanta, but... Same thing. Same thing. Not at all, but
0: that's why it was so funny. (laughs) Um, I'm with I'm with Benzo on this. Sure. The South. The South. Oh, that's a Southern accent. Cool. Um, it actually makes me think of um who was that guy at the end of Stone season, the one who like was awful. Um who I'm gonna was, be more specific than that. the one the who like was, like the, the the overarching bad guy with the beard. Um he played Bosch. <laughs>
1: I couldn't even begin to tell you. I do not rewatch Stone season.
0: Anyway, um, where he first meets them, and he's like, "Oh, is that a this accent from like the town that she's from?" And later, she's like, "There is no specific that he looked us up." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's Rob Miller. Yes, thank you. Like just just coming and
1: swooping in and saving us
0: today. Zach is. Yeah, we couldn't have done it without you. Um, Thank you. Which is weird because I went to high school with a guy with that name who was awful, so I should have remembered. Um, Anyway, when she said that about the accent, I thought of that episode and I was like, oh, specific. (laughs) Anyway, okay, now the announcements. (laughs) First and foremost, thank you so much to everybody who's been watching us all season long. Um, As you know, Law & Order S. Review does not go on summer break. That said, we do skip weeks when we're busy. Um, So first of all, we will not be back for three weeks. So we will return July 11th and continue doing this. Um, But... We did do a little contest asking people to rate and review us on iTunes and leave comments on our YouTube videos. So we have picked a winner who will decide what episode we're going to discuss on July 11th. Um, Taylor, who won? I drew from a
1: random name generator, so there was no bias involved. Um, And I had nothing to do with it. (laughs) <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yell at me if you're unhappy. No, no,
0: no, I just mean so that <laughs> there's no bias.
1: I had no, no, sh- bias. no say yes, in this. No bias. Um, Kay Hirsch, you were the winner of our contest. So thank you so much. for You left several comments, which we very much appreciate. So drop what episode you want us to do in the YouTube comment of this video. Or tweet us or whatever. But just make sure that we get the name of the episode <laughs> that yes. we haven't done before. Please make sure we have not covered it yet.
0: Yes, one that we haven't done here or on previous channels. Yes. <laughs> um, anything? What was what, uh, what season did we start doing? We started at season sixteen. Okay. So anything before that might be, but probably hasn't been. Right. Likely there is available. Uh, we yeah. start. Yeah. Season sixteen is when we started at the other channel. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yes. So that's you'll let us know, and we'll tell you what episode we're going to do. July eleventh, um, we will announce that over on the socials as well. Um, And for those who somehow missed it, you can buy some S review merch, including a slamming pair of jeans onesie or justice for snowball merch. And I know somebody got a justice for snowball sticker, um, which is amazing to take a photo and tweet it to me. I'm begging you. Yes. Um, Also, Uh, Let me, I'm so excited to see how it comes out because I designed it very poorly, but um, don't know what it's going to look like when it prints. It's going to be beautiful. And the sentiment is what matters most. Yes. Justice for Snowball. Um, Yeah, I'm so excited that we uh, have merch and we will be continue to make merch um, as long as there's fun stuff to think about and say. And there's just limitless amounts of fun stuff for this show. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'll, let's take suggestions. Yes. Is that our next please. contest? Yeah. Oh, yes. I like that. All right. Decision made. Next contest. I like that. Um, to pick what episode or no, pick what merch we're going to make, suggest, and if we like it, we'll make it. Yeah. Is that a contest? Is that how contests work? It is now. It's a very easy contest to <laughs> to, to win. Yeah. You um, have to appeal to us. Right. We've got Not to get the us joke. Us, Just us. Just <laughs> us. I mean, that's literally how this happened. Yeah. Amazing. Um, all right. That's Those are the announcements. Um, again, we'll be back July 11th, Sunday, at our regular time. Um, until then, uh, Felicia is available on the Instagram at itsfeliciamichelle. Um, send her some love. Uh, but also, Taylor, where are you and where can everyone keep up with the poll? You can find me and the poll on Twitter at Elphaba underscore. And you can also find me on Instagram at Taylor underscore Pete underscore. Amazing! Um, I'm everywhere at Yel Teagle. That's why A E L T Y G I E L. Keep up with me on Twitter and Instagram, and I will be back on Twitch tomorrow. Um, poorly playing Zelda. Yep, that's where we are. So come make fun of me; it'll be great. All right. Uh, oh, also, there are more interviews. There are interviews coming out sometime in the next few weeks on this channel. For a show called Leverage Redemption. So um, keep an eye out, people, on this channel. Make sure you've subscribed. Yes, absolutely. I think that's all I got to announce. Great. (laughs) All right. Have a wonderful week, everybody. We'll see you July 11th. Bye.